My name's Ryan Dvorak. Um, I grew up in Port Alberni. I was born nearly in the back of the Datsun B210. Um, <laughs> my mom had uh, had a form of cancer that made my delivery possibly difficult, so they would refuse to deliver me in Port Alberni Hospital. So I was my dad loaded the loaded me and mum into the back of the Datsun, and wow. as the family legend went went pretty quick to, to Nanaimo and. I was born 13 minutes after they arrived, so university degree there and started off in business because I figured, you know, I'd build the world of commerce and mm -hmm. become a business person, whatever that is, and uh, eventually, halfway through, realized that I wasn't getting much of an education and switched to archaeology of all things and spent a good number of years studying human history and uh, human societies, mainly through their trash. Which is, that's what archaeologists do. We dig up dead people and dead people's garbage. So that was had a, an interesting experience. I gave my heart to Christ when I was 14 years old in the bathroom of the Alberni golf course during a, my godfather's daughter's wedding. And <laughs> just pure random, wound up sitting down with someone. And mm. I was debating the merits of atheism, and he convinced me that I was wrong to the point where I went and said, No, I prayed to God. And said, wow. Help me. So that my father was a Czech immigrant. He came here at eighteen. His parents were both um, they both suffered through their lifetime and they were both dead by the time he was eighteen years old. Um, he you know had some background in religious upbringing and my mom I believe was uh, Lutheran of some kind. It was the only church in the small town that she grew up in. Yes. Um, but uh, my earliest memories of of religious experience were with my grandparents going to Christmas Mass okay. and, uh, in Manitoba. You know, there are moments where I look back now and God was working. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, ultimately I went through a number of instances as a younger person and then as an older person of, you know, some pretty significant sexual abuse that uh, it just broke me. Um, and in that, in that brokenness, I... I found a path towards self and attempting to live as for me and you know there couldn't be a God. God couldn't allow anyone to live with something like this. And some of those memories were so horrific I, I repressed them to the point they up until very recently they they didn't exist. In the absence of, uh, of a fellowship and of a group of people to talk about faith with, I eventually abandoned it and eventually I you know particular university outright renounced it oh, wow. um, mm. you know, to the point of you know understanding and believing that you know like Nietzsche said God is dead and uh, you know, he paid the price for that and so did I you know I spent a good 20 odd years attempting to live a life of a life ruled by me and myself Mm. A life of pain, a life of suffering, mm. a life of mm. torture. I, I, I spent years working with and for the community and filling a hole that was unfillable. I, I volunteered to at huge numbers of events and organizations, but it was always to fill something. And it, it wasn't an authentic giving to wanted people to love me because I didn't love myself. I didn't know what it meant to to feel God's grace, to, to be forgiven, to be redeemed, to be born again, to, to look at a life and realize that even those most horrific things that have happened, some that I've done to myself, 
have been there, whether or not they're for a purpose. I don't mm -hmm. honestly believe God orchestrated that. Mm -hmm. I believe that the devil did. And uh, the devil works in mysterious ways, just like God. But God has been able to turn those into something that has been a source of tremendous power for me and for those who I love. Yeah, no, um, I've, you know, that's uh, any anyone who's been through that form of trauma or you know, other forms of trauma, it's mm -hmm. it has an impact on your life and mine. Uh, you know, I coped with that pain in a variety of ways that were extraordinarily unhealthy. You know, I proved over and over and over again that I could annihilate myself as a, as a being. And uh, ultimately, what what led me down the path of, was was the path to Christ was absolute desperation. Right. I had nowhere left to turn, and frankly, options for just simply no longer existing were looking way better than any option for existing. And uh, I am truly blessed that uh, when I hit that point of almost choosing to go down the road of suicide, uh, to that when I when I prayed, God help me. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I got to baptize you in the river. Yes, that was a neat experience. So Ryan, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> there were a group of people there. Yeah. Um, what's been the significance of those people? Well, I am second has been you know my path to to Christ and my path to God. Ultimately, it's that it's that group of people who I love, um, who I love as brothers and sisters who have been through journeys similar to mine, who've been through pain similar to mine, who've understood what it means to uh, to see the, the dark night of the soul and uh, to come out the other side of that as a born-again child of God. You know, they are, they are my family. I like that you use the word broke because I was broken. Um, but I was broken in one of those ways that is slightly more dangerous and I could carry my brokenness as a piece of, not as a piece, as the identifying feature of my soul. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And it guided everything I did, but I could paste a smile on my face and pretend that I was okay. Uh, so I, today I remember that when I look at someone, you know, I was pretty reasonably good at hiding what I needed to hide. Uh, and ultimately that brokenness is something today I have to celebrate because it was God's path to leading me to faith and leading me to salvation. And that I, I am a, as an educator, I, I get to do something that is truly awes me every day. I get to go to work and build relationships with, with children and young adults and I get to work with them and talk with them and help them and I get to to be a meaningful person in their life because they know that I love them and I care about them. Mm. Uh, regardless of their behavior, as people today, I, I can say that I love them. Um, in my dream and my aspirations, I'm gonna do a little bit more fishing. Maybe bring a few more people with me instead of doing it all by myself. Um, ultimately, my biggest dream is to continue to build my 
my conscious contact with, with, with my Lord and my God, mm. the Heavenly Father. Yeah. It's uh, it, the peace that surpasseth all understanding is true, and it's at work in me today. And, uh, you know, I thought I had it all figured out until I got baptized, and I realized I just kind of started down that road. And now mm. the true work is happening. Yeah. I, I almost cried in public, yes, like last weekend. Oh, I know! <laughs> You know, every day I wake up is uh, another day that I can make an impact in someone's life. And I see that today. Mm. It's uh, you know, practicing the presence of God and practicing the presence of people is uh, so. It's, it's if we're all in God's. Image,